Some said they couldn't do it. Even more said they probably shouldn't. But here they are, bringing you another episode of the Happy Zen Podcast. Welcome your hosts, Adam and Matt. We're going to fall asleep on this. No, I'm not. We're both sitting in very comfortable chairs, not the usual. and uh, But we're not drinking. Yeah. That's usually the problem, is there's alcohol, sitting comfortable, and then it's snoring. (laughs) And then... We edited that. You edit that out, so it doesn't sound like we do that. There's also I haven't had any coffee to keep me awake either. So I literally just set the pot up for the morning. I can just push the <laughs> button. At this point, I'll be up all night probably if I haven't. Okay, so what? At what age does it become a thing where if we drink coffee too late, it seems to screw with us? Because I felt like in my younger years, which it wasn't that long ago, because I don't think I'm that old, but. At least in my 20s, I could have a coffee at 8 o'clock at night, and it wouldn't fuck me up. I have a coffee at like 6 o'clock at night. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm staring at the fucking ceiling, and I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, I don't have that. I don't have too much of a problem with that just because I can fall asleep anytime because I have sleep issues. But uh, <clears throat> I think, yeah, no, about now is probably where it is. Certainly if I have a couple coffees at night, I'm I'm in a lot of trouble. So maybe it came along the same time that you got sleep issues because you don't get sleep issues until you're older either. I also get um, sleep paralysis where I'm awake, but I can't move, which is horrifying. And I can move like my thumb a little bit or like <laughs> that's when an intruder's coming Twitch my. Oh, that's it's the worst. <laughs> you know it, that's the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, I can't move. Fuck. <laughs> I can barely move. It's it's. No we, joke. We cannot open with this. <laughs> Cut it all out. Yeah. So now that we're warmed up, right. what the hell are we talking about? I do have some upfront business before we forget because we always forget. <laughs> we have upfront. We, we, hold on. We have business? Well, we have things that I want to get covered before I forget. First of all, the thing that you pointed out the last time is that nobody's going to listen to the whole podcast just to get their promo code for Deadly Grounds Coffee. <laughs> Which, by so, the way, is still amazing. Like, <laughs> you know, Brad, you guys are awesome. Uh it's Brad, right? Yeah. Yeah, I had a moment. I had a brain fart there. So, Brad, you We guys- are Xennials. We're on that verge of memory next to yeah. nothing. Just yeah, gone. no worries. Anyways, sorry, Brad. You guys are awesome over there. Uh, Deadly Grounds. Has, Thanks, Bill. Uh, listen, we were- It's Brad. I'm kidding. We were going through a lot of names upstairs <laughs> earlier. We were talking to my wife. We were talking to Louise, and so I was just really messed up. Anyways, Brad, Deadly Grounds, kick ass. This is awesome. We have a promo code. That's all matters. That's like, we made it. Yes. Yeah, so- uh, if you go to deadlygroundscoffee.ca and use the promo code HAPPYZEN, H-A-P-P-Y-X-E-N, you get 15% off your entire order. And what is it? Over 80 bucks uh, shipping's free as well, which is actually not that hard to do. You get a few bags in there, get a sweet mug or something like that. I think they got t-shirts and stuff too. 15% off uh, with that code gets you, uh, yeah. Sweet, sweet, sweet coffee. And I haven't checked because I've been on the road a lot lately. Um, do they have? Do they have any Easter blends? Do you know? They have had them in the past. I haven't been on there recently. They used, they had one that was like um, scree. It was like scream egg or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like there was a there was a potential line that could be very closely crossed or almost crossed. I don't mean to use the word cross three times in a row, but you know what I mean. Crisscrossed. I wasn't going wiggity whack. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, speaking of Deadly Grounds, uh, I did talk to Brad today just briefly to see if they had anything coming up that uh, wanted us to mention. They are doing Zombie Bingo uh, May 3rd at their cafe. So if you go to Deadly Grounds Coffee on Facebook uh, and look it up, they'll have the details there. 
if I remember correctly, I saw photos of this before. It's like horror based uh, bingo and like spooky lights and people dressed up and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, zombie bingo. Man, they're into their horror shit. Awesome. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I love that they own it. Yeah. And they have video games there. They are trying to check as many boxes as possible. One other thing, speaking of uh, people that we are supporting, obviously, if you listen to our episode, a few of our episodes, actually, we've had people that have worked on uh, Emberwind, the tabletop game, and we actually got to play. We haven't actually talked about that. Oh, that was so fun. Yes. So we played, we finally got around, which sounds terrible. Wait, we, what, we've played wait, it. Wait, we played it a year ago. What are you talking about? Uh, so we got, we played it, we sat down and played Emberwind with, uh, there was what, four of us? Yeah. Played through the whole campaign, the whole the whole uh, first campaign. Yeah, and that really didn't take as long as I thought it would. No, I do feel like maybe we we burned through it. We were like so like amped. I think the fighting was where we all kind of got real excited about and like trying to uh, strategize how to come out alive because there were certain situations that were looking real bad. We were making well, some we odd all choices. didn't come out alive often. No, you, I may have. You seem to have died in every battle. I may have passed a few times. And it wasn't because that was your role. <laughs> you just seemed to die a lot. Yeah, I was weak. I was a weak character. What do you want? <laughs> Anyways, uh, so speaking of Emberwind, uh, if you are in the Durham area, that's Durham region in Ontario, uh, April 27th, at Critical Hit Gaming Lounge, they are doing a free hobby day, and the special guest is our friend Derek Chung of Ember of uh, sorry Nomnivore Games, creator of Emberwind, and he will be there, uh, and he will be previewing the new campaign that's coming out in June, and teaching people how to play Emberwind. So certainly recommend people go check that out because it was a lot of fun. I just don't try to remember what purpose you served. But anyways, yeah, it was hey, so fun. I did some killing, I think. I don't know. We we pissed off a lot. I think there was like a witch at one point. There was a lot of stuff going on that we There's, there is uh, what I love about this the 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 crafting of Emberwind, which I really enjoyed was that there are moments which reminded me of like the old school video games where you got to like the mini boss, then you got to the boss, and then you got to like the boss boss. <laughs> but even in a role-playing game or like tabletop game style, it, it felt as surprising and as worrisome as when you're on that game where you don't have continues left and you're like, holy crap. <laughs> it was it was it was a lot. Yeah, or like your life total goes down, you're like, Well, it's okay, I'll be fine after we beat this boss, and then another boss comes and your life total doesn't get to go back up before yeah. you have to fight that boss. Yeah. yeah, there was a yeah, that yeah, because that actually, yeah, that was a thing. I died a lot. Let's just reiterate that. There was a lot of death in my I part. love our guidance to you was at this point, you're useless. Just throw your body over there. <laughs> yeah, I think you guys revived me a few times. Like yeah, like yeah. just wasting spells to bring me back to life yeah. so that I would then die immediately. And the goal actually was for you just to die again. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I was it, a distraction. It was a lot of fun. It was it was it was really a lot of fun. And I I mean, for anyone listening, uh I've never played a single uh, tabletop uh, role-playing game like that ever and I've always been interested to play them never played one never played the D&D never played any of them and I can absolutely see why people love them it was so much fun interaction was beyond and I'll even I'll even admit like thinking to myself going oh my god I'm gonna read through this book as we go and it was just so fun I didn't want to give I didn't want to give up the reading part I loved it I just loved taking us through it and it was so ridiculously fun and i came back and even told my my oldest about it and she really liked the idea of it so well the idea the, the thing that was cool about those campaign books or at least you know the first one 
is it looks like there's a lot there, but everything you're reading is either building up the scenario that you're in or is walking you through how to do whatever it is you're doing. So there's no real wasted space in there. Like everything makes sense and it guides you completely. You don't need to know how to run the game at all mm. from, from the beginning of that book you follow through and it teaches you how to play. The one thing I was going to say that was kind of cool. Some of the mechanics with the monsters are really neat. How like there was one where one of the abilities would be like, it would, uh, it, it had like tentacles. Or it would like reach out and grab you. And then the second ability would be to uh, like do damage to whatever creature was close by. So like it basically, you could imagine like that it would grab somebody from far away, wrap its tentacles around, bring you closer to it, and then like poison you or bite into you. Man, we got we we had some real bad rolls though too. Like, I had a lot of bad rolls. I'm like, you're telling me that was cool. I'm thinking I remember that being as a giant pain in the ass. Yeah. So maybe my view of it was different. But anyway, the mechanics it, of it. Were oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't looking at that high level. I was looking at like, hey, fu game. <laughs> this is uh, starting to be a thing. But I also do appreciate the fact that. I think us as a group, we didn't, um, like, whatever path we chose or whatever, you know, outcomes we were dealt, we didn't read the other scenarios. Right. So we did leave the game in a way where when we go back to play it again and we get different outcomes, we we didn't, you know, look at the option kind of idea, which was really neat because right there in front of you, and, but you, you get so invested so quickly into it that you didn't want to ruin that for yourself. Well, it was like the choose your own adventure game or yeah. books where you kind of like read Check ahead to see three. if this is the one to go. You're like, no, not this one. And we had no like unanimous decision making either. Like we were usually split like almost right down the middle. Some of us wanted to do some more reckless things. Some of us maybe not so much. So TJ, if you're listening, uh, we could have used that cannon. Just going to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the cannon that would have made the ending so much easier. Without spoilers, <laughs> things got kind of it got you, bad that, honestly that wouldn't make sense to anybody playing that game true. until after the fact they'll be like oh yeah yeah we did yeah. that too yeah. yeah but yeah the game leaves a lot to open up we can certainly go back and replay and we were just playing with pre-made characters you can make your own characters or or modify existing characters so yeah i don't know i'm looking forward to the new the new uh books as well what date was that again coming to critical hit uh so critical hit gaming lounge in curtis on april 27th it's all day um and it's free. Uh, they have, they're going to have a bunch of different games set up. Uh, I think Warhammer and Magic and stuff like that. But one of them is going to be Emberwind. And they'll teach you how to play. And they'll have uh, stuff from the new campaign. And I believe some freebies as well. So that could be pretty cool. Awesome. Well, yeah. hopefully hopefully you guys make your way out there. Uh, yeah, because you're going to be out of town. But mm-hmm. I will definitely pop in and make my presence known. And yeah. You should take a Sharpie to sign autographs. Yes, I will do that. Uh, and you'll be able to recognize me now because, as you pointed out, <laughs> I have finally shaved the dirty, gross beard, and I look much more like my avatar. Yeah, it's helpful. Like, I keep my beard just because of the <laughs> avatar, and I, there's days I'm like, I don't want this fucking thing anymore, but I'm like, no, no, I owe it to the show. And then you walk in like like a homeless man, and yeah. I'm like, and no offense to any homeless people listening, which I'm not sure how you're listening. I look like a person but- who had a choice of shaving and didn't because that's exactly what it or was. Or fell asleep under a tree for 40 years or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. Rip look. That's the one. Yeah. Hunchback of Notre Dame? I don't know. Ooh, too soon. Ooh. Oh, even I wasn't going to go there. Look, it'll be fine. They'll rebuild. Hey, how did that start, by the way? What? How did that start? I never checked. I've been so busy. Uh, last thing I heard, they think it was an electrical thing. Like it was part of the, when they were doing the, the renovating 
if you're under a rock, we're talking about the, what's the actual building called? The Cathedral of Notre, Notre Dame. There you go. Uh, so they were doing renovations on it to, I guess, I don't know, fix up some stuff. Yeah. And I think there was electrical fire that started it. And uh, yeah, burned for a long time. But apparently the two main towers are okay. And they had gotten a lot of the fancy stuff out of the building ahead of time uh, before the renovations. So so what you're saying was planned? Yeah, friction fire. <laughs> I think that's what they call that. We really shouldn't accuse the churches of setting themselves on fire. If you're listening, France, I don't know. What are we? Why? Why? Why are we making enemies? We need friends, not enemies. No, no. Turmoil causes listeners. That's right. So if the, if by chance there is any other podcast out there led by two white males, like, like how rare that is, come at us, bro. How rare that is? <laughs> I know. So bad. We're not helping the situation. But Yeah, I can't wait for you to edit all of that, by the it's way. It's all staying because I am too tired to bother. Uh, yeah. Do you have any other news up front that we need to deal with before we forget? Because our no. memory is not good. News, news. No, no. I mean, I, I've actually been watching uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. My my sport guy is coming out. That's, um, That's the only thing I've been watching. Sports. Gotcha. I know, but I missed. I I didn't. I didn't. I don't have Hobo, so I didn't get to see Game of Thrones like you did. Um, I have digested every second of trailers for. Avengers, uh-huh. Infinity War. Which, by the way, there's been, I think, at least two trailers since the last time we've recorded. Like, mm-hmm. there was a, a, another full-size one, and then I think there was like a little and, snippet and, one. And I, I don't, I mean, there's some good things we can talk about there for sure. I mean, the letter that got written, that was written by the uh, Russo brothers and the, getting shared around the internet about, like, don't ruin it for people kind of idea. I, I've literally been digesting all the theories and content because the one thing I have discovered over the years of these Marvel films is that you can digest all the fan theories you want. I don't think any of them have ever been right. So Yeah, but my only concern is apparently now there's been some footage that leaked and people are spoiling some of that online, so I'm trying to be careful to avoid it's as much as possible. three hours and ten minutes. Like, Well, yeah, I don't know how much fo- the footage was actually unless, leaked. Unless, unless there's like two hours of leaked footage, I'm still going to get more than half the movie not mm. messed up. Like I, I really hope that all these trailers literally occur in seven minutes, <laughs> so that so that we, we end up with like wow, you there's three hours of film. That- well, I mean, definitely they're reusing a lot of footage and just kind of yeah. cutting them differently, or like adding a few seconds to scenes yeah. we've already seen, or so. adding in like CGI. So yeah. it's like they there's so much potential to just be like, oh look, a different camera angle of the same thing they just showed us in the trailer, and it's a completely different reveal. I'm sure, like, the next one will be like, remember those white suits? Now they're purple. I don't know. Like, or, like, there's five more characters in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, just. Well, that's why I said to my wife, I'm like, it looks like they're going to drop, like, a teaser every day now until the movie comes out. Like, it's just, like, nine days, eight days, seven days. You know, I'm, I'm glad they're not lazy because they really don't need to. Like, I don't think it's going to drive up sales at all or anything. But you've done this hype machine for, like, so long now. I guess you might as well. Well, I guess we, we can talk about getting tickets for this movie at this point everybody's probably pretty well aware like it was it was bananas people were like the websites were crashing the day that those tickets went on sale and now there's people selling opening night tickets on like um i don't know to reselling sites for stupid amounts of money well i'm just gonna say like i know it was it was really bad the first couple days Mm. day three i popped on Got three tickets for me and the girls. Yeah, but it's it was the people Wasn't, that were trying to get the opening. Like, when are you going? You're going on Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. yeah. 
The movie's been out by for like three days by then, man. Oh my what god! What are you gonna do? Well, since I have a job, um, I'll be good for the three Brag. days leading up to it. Yeah, pray, pray. Sorry, I'm sorry that having employment. <laughs> you son of a bitch! You have a job? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> like fuck! You just happen to have not kid. You don't even happen to have kids. So well, I'm gonna you. be there opening night. Yeah. At ten thirty at night. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to be around the. That weird- next morning is going to suck. See, my thing is, I don't want to be around the weirdos at ten thirty at night. Oh, I was hoping I'd filter them out, but now you've made me think it's the opposite. So. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Well, the way I looked at it was ten thirty at night, three hours and change plus previews. I'm like, hmm, that's putting me around like two thirty in the morning. I'm like, and the amount I'm gonna have to pee, like, listen, I'm 37. I'm gonna be peeing a lot in that time. Oh my god! So that's I don't, my what, concern. What's your plan for that? Because I don't know what. Because everything I'm he- hearing, like Kevin Feige, and I, I'm not sure he's amping up his movie, but I've, I've heard him say that there is really no spot in the movie that's you, you can can't really hold it for three hours. I just I know going in, if I'm worried about it, then I then it'll be a problem. Like I I could like there's certainly times where I go without having to you know go to the washroom for three hours, but I know knowing it's going just, in, I'm it's just, something just eat a shitload of salty food before you go in. Does that work? Yeah. Hmm. Crank up your sodium. Bring a bottle. Don't do that. Do not bring. The, I've seen so many memes about the <laughs> Avengers survival kit thing that's going around yeah. for like peeing in a tube. Why didn't they do an intermission? Fuck it, man up. Titanic had an intermission. It's shorter, I think. Yeah, fuck it, not man up. This is great. Any more movies you want to talk about? Um, Casino came out on two VHS. Tapes. Exactly. <laughs> it got nothing. That was just because technology wouldn't allow it to do it any other way. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. All so. right, fine. Suck it up. Got it. All right. Braveheart came out in two, two days. You know, but Braveheart didn't have intermission in the theater? Man up. Did it not? I don't know. I don't, I don't. Did you see it in the theater? No, I was too young. Okay. I was, I was, I was like, <laughs> did you? Maybe. We saw Seven sort of in the theater, so I don't know. Did we realize that we should not be in that movie? We were the guys that were like, Seven, that movie's terrible. Oh, we said that for years. And I remember watching it the second time. Like this was such a fucking great movie. We could have saw it the first time. Yeah, but we were like twelve. I don't think that movie was really hitting anything for us. Like, it shows you though when people get really worried about their kids seeing films they shouldn't see. If they're really at the not the capacity to understand what's going on, it really isn't affecting yeah, it doesn't them. Matter. I don't care what anybody says about it affecting them. It's not affecting them because they don't know what's going on. Yeah. If we literally have watched seven and we are giant nerds when it comes to film today. And back then, we didn't register how wonderful a film that was or how deep the story was because we couldn't grasp the concept. It certainly didn't shape us. And yet we sat through the entire movie of Mortal Kombat Annihilation. So that tells you how... That was good. That was such a... Uh, anyways. They're all such a bad film. But that that second movie specifically, I even at that time, I was like, this is weird. This is like just a, a music video, this whole movie. And what <laughs> happened to Raiden? Who was this guy? They just changed everybody out. It was just bizarre. They just kept using the music from the game, too. It wasn't even like that a soundtrack. I think we tricked your dad into coming with us, too, yeah, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, Because we needed an adult. Yeah, we did, because it was... See Mortal was... Kombat Annihilation. I wouldn't have to see, have an adult with me again. Well, no, I didn't have an adult. I, I had to be 18. It was uh, Blade Two? That was the next movie where they, they ID'd me. When was the last time you get ID'd at a movie theater? I've been bald since I was 22, so it's been it's a true. while. true. Yeah, you're... Game face on with that. I, don't know, I got nothing. Anyways, yeah. So Avengers super long That's coming true. up real soon. Honestly, if you're uh, 18 and really need to be 19, I'm telling you, shave your head, pick it. I, I swear to God, you just get like two or three years right away. 
So and I used to be a doorman. I'll tell you right now. It probably really help you a lot. And for all you doorman listening, anyone with a bald head, just ID them. That's been Adam's tips. I don't know. <laughs> we should do we should do a tip corner. I I probably could do tips. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll keep that. Hey, I've been watching wrestling lately. We're trying to. Or keep up to wrestling. I I watched WrestleMania. Um What? Yeah, yeah. YouTube. Oh. Um Allegedly. <clears throat> no, no, because I really wanted to see um the women's main event at WrestleMania. Okay. How was it? Hmm. How many wrestling fans do you think we have? That uh, I don't know. I'm about to lose. Was there any wrestlers <laughs> in the main event? That I'm about to lose for us. <laughs> who was who was in the main event? Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and Ronda Rosie. They, and they let the women main event it. And I thought that was awesome. Idea. I think one of them can wrestle. Two. But not that night. Um so I hope right well, you're I'm assuming you're saying Ronda Rousey's not a wrestler, right? Yeah, no. no. She can't be. It's, it's yeah, okay. Becky Lynch is pretty good, actually. Okay. Um so here's the thing. I know Charlotte I, Flair can wrestle. I've seen her wrestle. I love like I really do normally appreciate what they where they've come from with wrestling. Love the fact that it was a female main event because there really shouldn't be a separation. The storylines were beautifully done. They can deliver. If you can work the mic and physically do the job, it shouldn't matter, man or woman. It really is irrelevant. And they've done a wonderful job with it. However, it just women's wrestling has come a long way, but there's still there's still just a bit of that impact piece. I mean, honestly, if you watch it like ten years ago, the impact of women wrestling back in like Trish and Lita and that they did some great stuff, but there was not that physicality feel to it. It's certainly come along further. Like, these girls are going kick ass on the athleticism. However, in that main event, considering the whole show was like seven hours long six hours long it it just didn't have the pop it needed to have and so i felt kind of bad for them for that but is it their fault or is it just the way the the match was booked yeah it's probably not their fault i don't know because the other thing here's here's the thing is though those those women i mean they are so smart in the ring Mm -hmm. so they they do a lot of their own calls right so it's not about the the prepping as much which a lot of the guys get you know there's a lot of uh, claiming that the the in the men's they have to really plan their match before they go out. Not a lot of calling on the fly, where the women apparently are pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. And that's just what I'm hearing from other podcasts. But, anyways, needless to say, it was they had such a potential there, and it just didn't quite click um, the way it could have been. However, I mean, at large, it was it was pretty monumental and it was pretty cool. Um, there were some cool matches. Shane O'Mac is still nuts as hell. Isn't he like sixty years old? I don't. He's fucking in amazing shape, and I don't know how he jumps that far still, which is amazing. And I still can't believe that's his thing. And with being worth all that money, I just really struggle with why he does it. But, but I mean, the love of it, I guess, right? So I only um, saw parts of it, and I was kind of excited because I I saw started watching it, and it was uh, uh, Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. who I yeah used to watch in TNA all the time, and great wrestler. That match was maybe two minutes long. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the intros and the the walkouts were like six times longer than the match. I was so disappointed by that. And then it was a segment. What the hell was it? I don't know. It was something that wasn't wrestling. And then I I stopped watching it. The one thing that's got me back in watching it is the the roster. The roster is actually pretty cool. So I was going through the roster, looking at the talent, listening to the storylines that's going on. It's uh, it's pretty good. They've done some good stuff. I I do like what's happening in terms of what's on the roster and some of the folks. Some of them are hard to. They're just how can I put it? We had Hogan. We had Stone Cold. We had The Rock. We had Undertaker. Jericho. This, 
We had some real iconic, like Edge and Christian gravitated. Yeah, no, but you're right. Like, I mean, it's fine. You're, you're getting them all. You know, Hitman Heart mm-hmm. and all that. Like, we had these gravitating. They just they pulled you in more. And I'm I see. I heard a thing from John Cena where he was like talking about, you know, he didn't want to leave the company until someone could take take it, take the lead. And they're struggling. You know, he, he doesn't feel like anyone's there. They're still waiting for someone to grab it and run with it. And it doesn't feel like um, in watching it, I still struggle to see where someone's grabbed it. You know, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, I mean, people will tell you they're, they're, they're the main draws and whatever, but, and they're pretty good. I mean, their athletic is like fucking amazing, um, but they just don't feel like they've grabbed it. So Cena's back again. Yay. Well, because it's, it's, you still need someone to be a draw, right? So a little disappointed with that. Braun, big Braun, he was close to being the draw, but again, didn't work out. So the women really are the draw right now. And and they have the rivalries and they have the storylines and they they they're doing really good at carrying the carrying it and being the draw. It's just kind of sucks. There's no guy really grabbing the bull by the horns right now and pulling pulling the company where it needs to go. So fingers crossed, something happens. Eric Young's on the Raw roster now. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of guys that I used to watch in TNA that are now over there and mm-hmm. in varying degrees of success i mean samoa joe is doing pretty well aj styles is obviously doing oh, yeah. quite well uh bobby rude is over there mm-hmm. uh, you said showtime yeah a lot of guys made it but the problem is by the time they they're, they're over they're there like now 40 they're old yeah. yeah and you know as wrestling fans probably are aware wwe doesn't exactly let you go you know full tilt and do a lot of the stuff that you might have seen these guys do in the independence or ring of honor or tna going well yeah your your schedule is crazier you're working almost every night for every week and every year so it's a you're getting a, a toned down version of these guys and you know they're getting older so then it does rely more on that presence that that mic skill and that and the guys that are you know that are fun to watch aren't ne- like in wrestling aren't necessarily the guys that have that part of their you know character built up unfortunately like i don't think you know as much as i love aj styles i don't think he'll ever be that because he just he's too southern he's- see and that's where i love finn Bal- finn ba- uh finn baylor mm-hmm. i love him the fucking irish guy he's he's really good but it's interesting because you can really see they haven't promoted steroids anymore. So mm-hmm. the body shape, body shapes, and physics, physiques are like these guys earn these damn physiques. Not that steroids didn't earn them, but they just they earn these. They're they're harder. They're more athletic. They're um, it probably helps them not get the injury and the d- drug addictions and all the crazy comes stuff that comes with it. So that's a bonus. But um, it certainly has a real range of sizes now because before when they were you know, doing different things to get their physiques where they need to be. They were a lot more all similar. Like, so even if they were like 250, 280, 270, there's not a lot of much, there's not as much difference between a guy who's 260 pounds and a guy who's 290 pounds as there is when there's a guy who's 210, 240. Mm. So, so the disparity at the higher end isn't as big as it is on the little end. So now it's like, ooh, when two guys wrestle together, there's a full expectation the bigger guy's just going to win. So it's it's definitely more uh, more fun in ring because they can do so many more different things that way now. But anyways. The other thing I thought was kind of concerning was that one of, not the main event, but one of the later matches was Triple H and Batista. And I'm like, oh my wow. God, what year is this? How like, old can you go? Well, that's, and I'm thinking like. And it was a good match though. If they're that desperate to, for the draw, 
Like, who are they pulling for? Like, that's got to be to get the the older fans back I, in. Actually, from my my understanding, it was just actually just a thing they did for Batista because he wanted one more to retire. Yeah, from. that was it. it. It wasn't that they needed it. They Which did. didn't he lose? Yeah, it was he wanted to lose and go away? Uh, so, and Triple H was the only guy he wanted to lose to. Well, could you? Could it just shows that wrestling's gotten to the level where they're like, yeah, we'll put that match on for the sake of Batista, not for anyone else. Mm. And it's like you're that big, you can do that. So that was kind of impressive. Just trying to think, like in the heyday when when we were really watching regularly, there wasn't too much of that, except for like of of older wrestlers being high up in WrestleMania, unless it was a case of like like The Rock and Hogan, where it was a current guy and an older guy. But that was one of the first times we really saw that. Yeah. Or like maybe Shawn later Michaels on. Shawn Michaels. And, and, well, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, um, didn't he have one with Jericho too? Maybe not. But yeah, usually it was a younger, like a, a current yeah. guy and an older guy. But two guys that haven't wrestled regularly in several years. Like, I don't know when the last time Batista was like in. Three years or something. Four yeah. years, they said. And Triple H was probably even longer. No, no. He, was, he seems to be wrestling every WrestleMania. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess he can book it, right? I'm booking myself. Yeah. No one's going to say anything. I... I'm going to own this place and I have created a new funnel of talent that makes us successful and I can still wrestle and that's all there fucking is to it. I wish he had the long hair though still. Well, he doesn't have any. No, I know. He's balding. It's fine. But <laughs> it was, it was. I'm nice. sure he wishes he had the long hair too. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Coming from that side of the fence, I'll tell you, we all fucking wish we had oh. hair. So another nerve as you talk about celebrating getting your fucking hair cut. Anyways. All right, fine. New topic. <laughs> Uh, lastly, on the topic of wrestling, I, I will mention that I've gotten hooked on, um, there's a couple channels on Twitch that are all wrestling. So there's one that's TNA. The nice thing about that one is it's matches from all, like right from the beginning all the way up. So a lot of the older stuff is in there, but there's also, um, uh, triple out of Mexico, Ooh. not, not subtitled, not translated completely. Uh, you know, I, under, I don't know what they're saying or what's happening, but the matches are crazy. I wish there was one that was like all Japanese wrestling too, because that'd be pretty phenomenal. But yeah, they're on like 24 hours a day. It's great. Well, I'm looking forward to watching um, tidbits that all elite wrestling that's coming up. Yeah. Well, any competitions good, right? Well, JR is over there now, eh? Now it's in. It's going to be a slobber knocker. Need, yeah, I guess. But uh, Listen, I've been listening to his podcast. His announcing game is going to be sharp. You think so? Oh, 100%. That's good. I know he had a stroke and everything. Yeah, but he had that. When he was still good. Yeah. I'm just thinking his age now. He's got to be getting up there. Honestly, his podcast, it felt like I'm just listening to another guy, JR, on the side of the ring. It was so good. Um, super excited for that. I think it would be fun to have him at the announcer table. And it's funny because I didn't realize he was still on the, the payroll for uh, WWE up until up until this WrestleMania. Yeah. It was like super recent that that yeah. uh, that's uh, stopped. Um, we should probably talk about that Star Wars trailer that came out. Oh yeah, do you like Star Wars? Oh, I certainly do, and I I have been like having this massive internal debate on what the hell the title of this movie stands for. <laughs> yep, and it's obviously a point of contention on a lot of people. I mean, well, I don't think it's a point of contention. I think they're trying to go too deep, maybe. Well, in a good way. Is it? Is it just that Ray is a Skywalker? Oh, I I think it is. She's got to be. Maybe I just don't understand how she isn't. <laughs> To be honest with you. Is it some sort of play on a return of Luke? Since he is doing voiceover, he's obviously has some sort of 
you know, maybe just being a force ghost. I don't know, but some sort of involvement. So, or so that's the oh, the crowd overly reacted to holy shit. What do you mean we don't get him back? And they're like, ooh, maybe we pulled him out a little too early. Oh, this whole movie is that. <laughs> I don't know if you've realized that. Uh, you, I guarantee the things we're gonna get, we're gonna get Ray's actual parents, are, oh, yeah. and they're gonna mean something. <laughs> yeah. Luke's gonna be back in some form, and then we're getting the Emperor. Uh I think they're just fucking with us on that one. Okay. Not only is his laugh at the end, but they brought him out at the Star Wars celebration. The Ian, Ian McDermott or whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah. They brought him out. So he's in the movie. How? I don't know. Now they show the scene where the Death Star is crashed down. Are we to believe well, that he somehow survived and, and lived in that thing? Well, I don't actually, know. I was going to say, hold on a second, though. All they did was throw him down a chamber. Mm-hmm. Like, we saw in Empire Strikes Back, the things fucking turn. So, I mean, Luke did it with one hand. Mm-hmm. and the Emperor just got thrown down it, and he was in the middle of zapping the shit out of people, so if he just refocused his power, he'd be fine. I mean, the Emperor just lived in, like, the, and, the and, wreckage for 20 years. And just... we saw the crazy shit he did when he fought Yoda. So, mm-hmm. in theory, mm-hmm. he's capable of doing some shit. And, okay, so he lived in the wreckage. Well, yeah, he's a hermit. What's wrong with that? So then, like, do you think he was, like, they're going to have it so he was pulling strings in the background the whole time? And, like... No, I okay, probably. But how neat would it be if he's just the crazy fucking old guy they found in the desert? <laughs> like they just like they happen to be on that planet doing something, and just come across this crazy old fucking. Kind of like Yoda was, like it just yeah. just chilling and just making his own life. Yeah, and he went ape shit on a on a desert island. Like Yoga Yoda went ape shit in Dagobah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like mm-hmm. I've been alone too long. I got fucked up. Could be <laughs> hit his head on the way down, kind of thing. I know they're not going to make it that simple, but I'd, be, I'd laugh so hard if they did. It's just <laughs> like, a comedy, like yeah, man, he just fucking Eddie's. And they're like, up. "Hey, is that the is that Palpatine?" He's like, "Who's Palpatine?" You're like, "Wah wah wah." <laughs> he doesn't even know who the fuck he is. Doesn't know himself. Yeah, he, he just the movie writes itself. He's just lighting fire with fucking lightning every once in a while to cook the fire and cook some womp rats he's fucking eating. Like whiny Ben Solo is like, "You're Palpatine. Don't you know who you are?" And he gets all mad because he's just not as evil as he was expecting. He cries some more. It's not even evil at all. He's just like, I'm so sad and ashamed. I look like a fucking piece of fried skin. What? <laughs> okay. And then speaking of how this movie is also just fixing from the last movie fan service, there's a scene where he's basically welding his helmet back together. Yeah. yeah. You're like, well, yeah, we're just going to reverse everything that happened that last movie. I do like the opening bit, though, where she like is facing off against a fucking TIE fighter. <laughs> it's kind of Clone Wars-y ish yeah. or, or like the, the animated stuff. Like that weird backwards jump thing. Like, well, they're setting the stage for like her being superior, right? So, she needs to be like she's supposed to be the evolution of all the Jedi kind of idea. And I, I like the theory of um, the balance piece about her. There was a theory that her and Kylo have like this neutrality where they accept both dark and light, and they accept like they create like a new order of Jedi that are in the middle kind of idea. And that that is the theory to the balance. Yeah. Um, Kevin Smith was talking about something similar to this, and he said maybe the rise of Skywalker is there's no more Jedi. The last movie claims that was the last Jedi, blah, blah, blah. Maybe Skywalker is the new religion. Yeah, yeah. The religion of Skywalker. Yeah. So Skywalker is, there isn't good, there isn't bad. It's managing both. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It makes sense. It, it would... It would it would bring that name to a conclusion, you know, that 
It also Skywalker makes... replaced Jedi. It became its own thing. It was that's how important that name was. Well, it it gives homage to the yeah the importance of the name. Like we we live with this name being so syn- synonymous. Yeah, synonymous with the Jedi. Synonymous. Yeah. The Jedi growth and all that. So it, it yeah, I, I like that concept. It makes sense. I you know what with episode nine, <laughs> unlike Avengers, I'm I'm really not trying to figure it out. I'm just going to go into it and go, look, you're going to either try to fix a few things that piss some people off, which is fine. I, I have really been open season on like, you know what? You just give me three more Star Wars movies. You've given me some of the characters and closure to those characters. Give me a few new characters. You're setting the stage. Like I, I haven't set the bar as high as everybody else seems to be setting the bar that these monumental epic fucking finishes. Um, I feel like that's partly to blame because of actually Marvel Universe. They expect such epic I'm thinking like these three movies are closure of old characters and jumping points of new characters. That's what I feel like these movies are. So when I think of it that way, I'm like, well, you're doing just that. So I'm cool with it. Like I'm not asking for a whole fucking lot. Now, do you think we'll get, but do you think any of these characters show up anywhere else after these, this movie? Cause it's supposed to be, this is the end of the, that saga of story. I know they're doing, other Star Wars movies that are kind of in their own thing. Are, like, really, is that it? Are we done with Ray? Are we done with? I really feel like it's a waste of Ray if if they do. Like, I, I hope she. I hope. I mean, I hope she does go into some other films somewhere. And uh, Poe Dameron again. Like you set him up in a wonderful way, giving us decent depth. Oscar Isaac. I mean, come on, fucking guy's pretty solid. Why not? Finn Boyega. I like you a lot in the films you're in. Um, this is not any slate towards you. If somehow you or anyone you know was listening, um, but man, they just really haven't done much with your character to make it matter. So I mean, if you die in episode nine, I'm cool with that. Um, not not your character. Your character. yeah, your character, not you. You're awesome. I think you're fucking great. I saw a couple other movies recently. Pretty impressed. Um, but the other, I mean, seriously, they just really fucking haven't done much with Finn. They tried to pump Finn's tires like it was going to be something, and they just kind of let you fall. Ever since you got your back cut open in episode seven, you're kind of just pretty useless. Well, <laughs> and the, 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 when it was the George Lucas movies, though, when the movies were done, because he didn't really care or have that much control over it, there'd be so many books, TV shows, comics. Well, the the characters would just carry on in so many different ways. Now with Disney being so picky in particular, like, I don't know. I could see them show up in comics and stuff. I don't know if they've done any books since Disney's taken over. Star the Vader, video games would be good. The Vader comic apparently is the only thing that's canon, and I have all of it. Well, isn't that where they're alluding to the return of Palpatine? Um. Well, the Vader com- unless it's the new one, the 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 one that they just finished, uh, probably three or four months ago. That was t- that was between when he became Vader. It's actually the first, like maybe year of him as Vader, oh, kind of okay. him hunting the remaining Jedi and all that sort of Figuring stuff. Figuring out how to work the helmet and shit. Yeah, building his uh, costume, if you will, and and all that sort of thing, and kind of fighting down any competition and uh, building his his castle, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, we'll see how the movie is. It, I, it'd be really hard pressed for them to make that movie worse for me than Last Jedi because Last Jedi really. Yeah, you just fucking, I wasn't, you just hate on all this shit. I wasn't super happy about Last Jedi, but you know, you know what though? Just on a, on a note, the 
Driver. It's Adam Driver, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I do really actually like him as an actor. Oh, yeah. Like, like a lot. Like, yeah. really do. And even though I'm not the world's biggest fan of Kylo, I actually like him. So I just enjoy it. So, I mean, for me, I don't know. Again, the bar is not crazy high. Just going to enjoy it. Just going to, you know. It's not like Marvel where I, I continually get um, my expectations blown away so that I'm always moving the bar up. With Star Wars, it's like, look, I love you. I support you. I'm not going to blame you for mistakes. I'm just going to, just going to, you know, unconditionally support whatever it is you do. I'm not going to bash you. Um, well, and I think it's, it's stumbled so much that it, the thing with the Marvel movies, except for a few, they've, kind of set that bar higher and higher and higher each yeah, time. Evolution, yeah. The Star Wars movies, there's been, you know, there'll be a good one, and then there's one not so great, and then, you know, good one again, or, you know, it's it's not, it's all, it's not but consistent. Speaking of Star Wars universe and quality and Marvel, Mandalorian. yeah, 100%, Mandalorian. Like, Oh John, my God, I can't wait. I did, you know what really got me, actually, was I was watching that behind-the-scenes trailer thing they did mm-hmm. where they listed all the directors that were in there, and mm-hmm. I'm like... Holy shit! And uh, Taika Waititi and and Bryce Bryce Dallas Howard, Favreau, and then you go through the list. I was like, you know what? Holy shit! Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is gonna be really good. Yeah, it's. um, I don't know. I think it. It sounds awesome. Like I like the idea that he said that the show, the the theme of the show is like what you saw at the cantina. It's just grimy and and smugglers and it's it's thieves and. It's just all, it's like the, the shady side. And of, they're getting to open up a lot of shit. They're opening up, because um, it's leading, is leading from after Jed, Return of the Jedi yeah. to... I think it, they say five years after Jedi? Yeah, so it's, I mean, the time frame is perfect. They get to fill all kinds of gaps in the universe. There's the whole New Order shit in the background. So they can tie that in any way they want. Like, I really hope Mandalorian serves as a springboard for a bunch of different stuff uh, around this period for us. Because it makes sense, like how the that that particular rebellion came together, like just all kinds of cool shit. It'd be interesting to see how they handle it. Like the one thing when the Marvel shows came out, they were so hyped. Like you know, these shows, you know, the the Netflix ones and the and Agents of Shield, it's the same universe as the movies. There's going to be connections, and it kind of started that way, but it faded fast, and they kind of. Well, stay their own thing. And the reason they did that, though, is simply because they realized long-term plans, things change for Disney yeah. in the process. So they, they had a curveball. You're not going to have those changes with uh Well, that's my Wars. hope. I was like, with The Mandalorian, I, I hope, you know, there are strong ties to, you know, to uh, everything else, referencing older, the older stuff, the, the newer stuff. I think there will be. It, it should be. There's no reason not to. But now, now, what I really would love to know, and I haven't been checking into this, so there's a beloved character that was in Rebels and that was in Clone Wars with Ahsoka. And I really, really want to know if they're going to bring her to live action. Because they never really killed her off. There's some gaps in there they could do. There's definitely a lot of places. And it was a really very well-developed character, even though it was cartoon. Super well-developed. Very critical to timelines and development of Anakin the whole confronting Vader in his first few years, helping the contingent of the survivors. There's some linkage they really could be doing with this character and a lot of shit. And so I really... And and, and here's the cool part. She's the first one to really fuck around with being in the middle of the Force around that time period. So if you've got 
I mean, it's not going to happen for episode nine because that'd be just too fucking cool. But if you think about like episode nine, they're, they're probably going to be fucking around with heading towards the middle between the light and the dark. And she was doing that before shit was cool. Well, I think timeline wise, I, I thought I heard that there's also going to be um, a series that is sort of a prequel to Rogue One. Oh, yeah. Like leading up to the events of that movie. So timeline wise, that would make sense because that would be after the prequels, but before New Hope. Yeah, so she, she would be in there. With somewhere the in that time. So there could be reference to her in that series, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I haven't heard much else about it's it. It's a shame because, I mean, they have the tech. I mean, I mean, they have the, the CGI, the, the ability to make it look really, really good. Oh, and you know who else? The, the co-runner of the show with Jon Favreau for The Mandalorian is the guy from... Uh, Rebels and uh, yeah. Clone Wars. That's guy, what I mean. Like they, they. This put, is his first, as far as I know, his first live action thing. They, they but, put the A team together. Yeah. And what they did was they built a team that they, th- you know, basically here's a property, here's a team. Where you go, if this does what we think is going to do, um, the universe is yours. What do mm-hmm. you want to do? Pick, pick a property. Let's let's make a property into the, let's roll. And I think if the shows pick up, you'll probably see the movies die down. They've they've already said that after episode nine, they're probably going to start spreading the movies out for the, like the Star Wars movies. Yeah, well, and what 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 are they doing next? Why really? not? You know, you might as well do if other the, than an Obi Wan film, where else are you going? Which they've claimed, you know, that, that was supposed to come out ages ago. I just hope they do it because I mean, it would be good. It would be good. You could and the, there's a time what, period. Which period wants. do you want to see? Do you want to see him training, or do you want to see him? After he dropped the baby, like after the babies have been separated, Luke want, and Leia. I want, I want both. Do it in one. Don't give me two. Don't give me two movies. Just do it in one. Do it kind of like maybe. Give me, give me his training. Maybe he's telling somebody the story of yeah. how he got like. So it's present. It's like um, oh, Alec oh, Guinness. I'm gonna write it right now. Okay. It's it is an aged, aged you uh yeah you McGregor yeah, yeah. sitting around a fucking fire mm-hmm. with like a seven year old Luke Skywalker. But he doesn't know him then. Ah, yes, he did. Because Luke Skywalker was told to stay away from old Ben. So he had been around him periodically. I think he's seen him. I don't know if he talked to him. But what, there could be this one time that he did sit down and shoot the shit with him. He tells him the story. Goes back. Uncle Owen's like, you never dare go in that fucking near guy again, blah, blah, blah. And that was the trigger point to keep Luke away from Ben. And he never got to see him again. So Ben knows he planted a seed, but not enough of a seed. And what is that seed? A desperation that he belongs to be somewhere other than on Tatooine. So that 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 draw to the universe is because at a very young age, Ben filled his head full of all kinds of shit. And it makes the sense that line that he he'll fill your head with shit make more sense. I just think it would be a wonderful point. And it would let you have so much freedom on where you want to take the story. And if it jumps a bit here and there. Cause I just don't think you need to do more than one movie for Ben. And if you no. do it and if you do one, people are gonna want the other. So if he did how he became a Jedi, because a little kid asked him, right? And then you talk about that, and then you can talk about, you know, when things went pear-shaped, the things he did when he first landed on Tantooine, which could be like murder a bunch of fucking sand people or whatever he did. Who knows? What if he's working in a dead-end job at Toshi Station selling power converters? He's on lunch break, and he's shooting the shit with all his buddies there, and they're like, man, how did you get here? And he's like, oh, well, why don't you come over here, and I'll tell you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's just in a dead end job. I felt, just like, like, I felt like it was uh, more like symbolic of the time that he'd be around a fire with his hood. Yeah, right. 
Well, maybe he had a and day he, job. And he it. does an old Scottish voice, like his old accent, which would be close to Alec Guinness anyways. So I mean, not? there definitely was talk of Ewan McGregor surprising the role. He could do it. And the de-aging process, I mean, Disney apparently has coined that shit because look at Sam Jackson and Captain Marvel. So I think you I wouldn't be it. surprised if he showed up in episode nine as a force ghost, like as part of the finale somehow, like, you know what I mean? He just fucking shows up and kills Kylo. And he's not even a forest ghost. We're like, what the fuck? It's like, God, you took forever. <laughs> and he's, and no, like he's a forest ghost. And he's like, fuck this. And like, he just all of a sudden uncovers himself as a like, regular now, not a forest ghost. Kills Kylo, goes back to being a forest ghost. It's like, you can do that? No. <laughs> she can't. So many problems could have been solved so long ago if you could have done that. Yeah, where have you been? Jesus Christ. It has been years. Yeah. There's like a generation of shit that has happened that you could have stopped. This man slaughtered thousands of people. <laughs> you lazy prick. I've been busy. <laughs> Look, I said I'd stay out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Qui-Gon just walks by in the background eating a fucking sub. <laughs> it's just man. Like... You think they get Liam Neeson to come back as a force ghost? Do you, or do you think he's just, well... I don't know. Liam Neeson's like, you could have done so much more with me. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm a great actor, and I could have done so much more with that. And you put me on screen with then, that walking reptile, you <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> and then he's not even dead? Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to be a memory, and instead, <laughs> instead I'm a haunting because of that goddamn George Binks. It's true. God. It's true. Why can't we get... Oh, oh, oh. Or is Jar Jar and Pal- Palpatine sitting Where's around the Jar- fire? <laughs> and it turns out he is the bad guy all along. And that stupid Pal- fan theory is true. Yeah, where he buggered up the whole uh, Senate speech thing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, Palpatine's like in like a wheelchair and, and like Jar Jar spoon feeding him on that planet. It's like Logan. <laughs> <laughs> They're just living in the dying shell of the Death Star. Steven Merchant walks by for no reason. Can't handle the sun. Living in a desert. What the fuck? <sighs> There's some plot holes in Logan, too, when you think about it. But anyways, like we're going to already have a better movie than what's going to come out. I'd watch that. Anyways, Mandalorian looks awesome. Um, I was going to say, it's funny. Um, they showed shots of the Mandalorian, like the outfit and that. And one of the things is the the weapon he has has the has like this two prong end on, on on this gun, which is the weapon that he that um, Boba Fett has in the christmas special so it's technically the only time that anything from the christmas special has love, actually been referenced I love it, I love it. and of course john favreau is the one to do it so was that gina carino i saw in there too yeah yeah and uh carl weathers yeah which is awesome go apollo i'm all, i'm backing it yeah i mean i don't know i i'd be surprised if it's bad i mean i can't no no there's too much there's too much going on there it's like I like Rogue One. You just you're playing with the right property at the right timeline with the right people. So it's just gonna work. So I, and you know, it has they they need to put the resources into it because they want that program to be a selling point for Disney Plus. Like it's it is a day one series available that they well, need yeah, to bring that people one in. And Scarlet Scarlet Witch and Vision are gonna be oh, that's gonna I don't be even talk about those. I do, who who wants that? I don't mind it. You want to watch WandaVision? Yeah, that's what they're calling it right now. They're not going to keep that name. You better hope not. Disney is not keeping that name. WandaVision. One of the greatest marketing giants in the world is going to use something that a four-year-old put together. The one I will watch 
Then I'm, actually, there's two. I kind of really want to see the Hawkeye one where he teaches um, the if, Kate, Kate Bishop as the, the female yeah, Hawkeye. They, they will do that. Because that sounds like a cool idea. And then the Falcon and Winter Soldier like team up. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I'd watch that. I can't fucking stand Falcon. Really? He's such a useless character. Wow. I don't even know how he physically is able to do what he does because he has no superpowers. So the flying part I get. But when he makes physical he con- does Iron Man. When he makes physical contact of things that are metal with skin, he's gotta get fucked up. You ever punch a wall by accident and it fucking hurts? You fall down, all of a sudden he can like hit people. I've done cover- it on purpose. He can hit people with armor and shit and not hurt himself. He's got fucking mm. motorcycle gloves on at best. He's driving a BMW or something. Like, honestly. Also, do we want a Loki show? Because I don't know. Here's the problem with the Loki show. Well, well, what? Who's problem? gonna who's gonna be in it besides Loki? Well, what else do you need? Well, what's he going to do? I, I'd watch it. But what's he going to do? The world needs more Loki. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's him just fucking around. Like, just, like, literally just fucking around people's storylines. And where does it take place? Time? Well, I guess that's another story. We'll have to see how the movie pans go, out. Cause... Go way back. Give me, like, give me some Hopkins in there. Like, let him, let's, let's, like. You think Anthony Hopkins is going to do a TV series? Yeah. I don't know. He got catapulted back into like another generation, catapulted into another generation of hearts and souls by playing Odin. But what about his role in Transformers The Last Night? I said he got (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, I'm not repeating that whole fucking sentence, but it wasn't The Last Night. Okay, so the Marvel TV shows we know, there's Loki, there's uh, Hawkeye and Winter Soldier, there's WandaVision, there is the... I'm not accepting that. Wait, did I say Hawkeye? I meant... Yeah, um, he did Falcon, yeah. Falcon, and Winter Soldier, Hawkeye show, and is that it? Well, I'm probably we're probably gonna get a Punisher, Daredevil, Luke, Cage. maybe. I don't know. Maybe we're probably just to piss us off. We're probably just gonna get Defenders, and then we've got Black Widow movie. Ooh, that looks good. And the cast is looking better. I was I, at first. I was like, why? And then now they see the cast coming together. Going, hey, listen, Scarlett Johansson plays an amazing Black Widow. Like that's. It'd not be the interesting issue. to see, like, if they do like the Russian background. There's actually a fair number of Russian Marvel characters, like mostly oh, yeah. villains. Yeah. But I'd love to see some of them on screen. Like, if they do like Ursa Major, which is just a giant bear man. Like, yeah. Okay, sign me up. Well, you got Omega Red still in there. Too. Omega Red. Um, they're um. It's like a Russian Captain America type guy. Yeah. I forget what his gimmick is. But, or, and even over there, what about like uh, from Captain Britain? I don't know. Like European. We don't actually, he really he, haven't seen much in the way of European. He's phase, he's supposed to be in the next phase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen much in the way of European characters. Like, uh, oh man, we need like an Alpha Flight movie. But that's another story altogether. We need more Canada. The thing is, Marvel is Marvel and Disney are not thinking just ten years. Like I, I really they when they started down I'm only gonna live so long. I need them to get everything <laughs> out while I'm alive. Like phase phase one, phase two, taking us into phase four. You know, I, I got a sneaking suspicion they got this shit planned out well past ten. And with the ability and the flexibility to move it around when they need to. I'm just really stoked with, and not that I'm, how can I put it? 
I'm at the stage of the game where I'm really excited for Endgame, obviously. I mean, the conclusion of that is fantastic. Um, but based on what they've done for us for so long, I am now at the point where, okay, who's my next big baddie? What's the next big villain you're going to give us? You know, is it going to be Dormammu? I hope not. I hope it's Galactus. I really do hope that's where you're going. Um, but, I mean, I- I'm excited to see who's going to be. And is it going to be in the same fashion where I don't get him in the first couple movies? It's like the first Avengers movie, we like the first new Avengers movie we get. So we get like you want the, like a puppet master kind of so, pulling the yeah, strings so, behind behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, so we get like a we get or no, not even as a puppet master, but same concept, like someone behind the scenes, but maybe not even directly right away. Like we're getting Mysterio, we know that for the new Spider Man, so we get that. Um, you know, Scarlet Witch is like a background movie more than a current, you know, thing. So that's not going to really do anything. Black Widow. Then, sorry, yeah, Black Widow. Sorry. Then we get a um, uh, Doctor Strange. So that that could be potentially leading towards some some revelation um but not necessarily and then we got to get something that's going to trigger point and that's i don't know what that something is because we don't really know much past that maybe a guardians 3 is a trigger point something that brings something in around for us because that's that that i'm wondering what the hell <coughs> guardians 3 is going to be about if it's not about adam warlock and it's not about they did the new ravager kind of piece well, I think there is adam warlock not supposed to be in the third one well, maybe that's what it is, right? But then I'm, I'm lost because now they're going to use Warlock in a completely different way because the gauntlet's done. Yeah. So I, and I mean, that's cool. I mean, that's cool. Give me something different. I don't care. It's fine. Maybe they're building up towards um, an Avengers versus X Men. Maybe the X Men are the quote villains, if you will. But yeah, you will. But then I don't know because they're going to need a lot of time to build that up. They won't do that that deep. I don't know. I. I see, Why do we always get onto this topic? No, but it's a shame that the. It's a shame the Dark Phoenix thing's coming up the way it is right now, and they're gonna if they hit the reset button, it's like please, fuck. I, you know, even if they do, I mean that's fine. But the thing that kills me on that is that you're gonna give it a, a third time. You're gonna give us Phoenix because that is that is the big storyline that would tie together the universe. So that's the problem that pisses me off. Or you go do the Shi'ar Empire altogether, but that'd be kind of cool. But that's still tied into the Phoenix storyline, so. I don't know. I don't know where they go. You do Apocalypse, but again, something you already gave us. Like, that's the shit part is they've tried the X-Men. The really big baddies, the good fun ones have already been tried. And, you know, and you can argue to what degree he's been successful or not, whatever. But the fact is they tried them. And so it's just, ugh, what do we do? How do you, how do you, what do you do with the X-Men? How do you give us the X-Men? Other than, the, other than the more modern storyline where you had like the X-Men versus the Avengers. I don't know what other they do. That's why I struggle. That's why I struggle. Well, I guess we'll find out because now I've noticed that Disney, well, they've already cleaned house with the Netflix shows, pretty much canceling everything except the ones that are still in production. And then I heard this week that they've canceled the gifted. Yep. Uh, So the only ones that they have left, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has two seasons left, but it's on Disney owned ABC. So it's safe. Uh, and then Cloak and Dagger and Runaways, I think, are... No. One of them is on Hulu and one of them is on Freeform. Freeform is an ABC channel, so Disney-owned. And Hulu is like 49% owned by Disney. So I think what they're trying to do is get their programming closer and closer to full ownership. So obviously when the Disney Plus stuff comes out, that'll all be their stuff. I think these ones, they'll let them run their course that are left, but... I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Fair enough. I mean, we're, there were, 
in recording this, we're a week out from you would have seen Avengers Endgame, and I would be one day away from going. So, yeah, and then you're gone for a little while. So uh, when you get back, we need to record immediately because we're gonna need to follow up on that. Yeah, I won't be tired or anything. Yeah, I'll figure. I don't out. mean like the day after, but you, you know, I think you usually maybe you four did. hours later. You did, and you meant it. Uh, just before we get out of time, well, you haven't seen that. You haven't seen that. No, so yeah, I had stuff to talk about, but well, you didn't watch Game of Thrones. So we can't talk about that. Did we talk about it? No, we can't. Why? We'll talk about it. It after, won't, after it you've won't seen ruin it. it for me. I don't plan on watching season eight till it's all done. Oh. Well, then maybe we'll recap it later. The way to be honest, no, nothing in the, that episode is, and you know, we don't need to talk about it. Look, that. until there's some crazy revelation like the Night King is related to a, a Stark or... Um, the Night King is Loki. It's a crossover. You didn't know? I'm no, or the Night King is Bran. <laughs> something. Like, you know what I mean? I, until something really major comes out, you're not going to ruin it for me because I, I just... They're so good. They're rewatchable. I don't mind... I'm, I'm one of those guys that you, spoilers don't bother me they actually make me excited to go watch it so if someone spoiled endgame after i smashed their face in yeah i, I um I, I wouldn't but i still wouldn't they still wouldn't ruin it for me it would still be my own experience of taking the movie in or taking the content in doesn't bother me honestly you can't ruin it for me with a spoiler but i do like there's some things that are like like this being you know so many movies for marvel i, I would just dis- disfigure your face but Still, I'd still go watch it. Uh, and then we were talking about this before we recorded. You need to see the Hobbs and Shaw trailer because it's fantastic. You saw the last one, right? Yeah. 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 So oh, it's, it's going to be great. It's the, like that times 100. The dialogue between them the whole time. If it's just straight banter the whole fucking time. I can't time, even. Which is, it will be. And uh, the, yeah. the, the banter looks good. The action looks insane. I mean, I don't know. It's, I think it'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be a good stopover, I think, between them. Between Avengers and Star Wars. I love Wars. how they just there's no limit to the let's see how crazy this shit gets. It's a comic book movie. Like yeah. it really is. Yeah. Worse than that. Because they don't really explain why the fuck they have all these like somewhat superpowers, but they're not really superpowers. In fact, in this trailer, uh Idris Elba literally calls himself Superhero. He says, I'm Black Superman. Yeah. That's cool. And they call him later Black Superman. Because you know, why not? I also think Idris Elba's pretty fucking cool. So I like yeah, that was actually just him. They recorded him, and he was not in character. It was yeah. weird. I feel like that movie didn't actually have a script. It just had, like, scenes, and then they just did their own dialogue. Uh, also, touching back onto the wrestling briefly, I'm almost positive I saw Roman Reigns in the trailer as part of uh, Hobbs' family. Oh, yeah, there's a thing in there. Because yeah, yeah. they go back to, like, his Samoan family. Yeah, they're really trying to make Roman Reigns popular. They're yeah. So, I, so desperate on this. Anyways, yeah. Uh, and then lastly, the only thing I wanted to mention uh, else was that we got uh, Toronto Fan Expo coming up, and they've listed some of the guests that are coming. I don't know if you saw this list at all yet. So we have Jeff Goldblum, oh, really, which is pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I would have said this is really awesome. Now it's only cool would be David Harbour. I don't think that Hellboy movie did so well. <laughs> yeah. that's it's It goes back to the premise where Remakes are great, but not everything needs to be remade. Because yeah. say what you want, Ron Perlman, and I think you're, I think you're in the same mindset of me. He was awesome. was an awesome Hellboy. Yeah. And and I'll granted that there was probably maybe some room for improvement in that film. Ron as Hellboy and what they did with Hellboy through that film didn't really need to be improved upon. It mm. was it was fine. It was. It was. And it was like Blade. It, it's like Blade. You don't need to go back and remake Blade. Blade was actually pretty good. And it was uh, Guillermo del Toro. 
who yes. is awesome. Yes. And Blade 2, also Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Uh, With threads, folks. Zachary Levi. Oh, yeah, so Shazam. So so we have one guy who's coming off a complete failure and another guy who's coming off a movie that's actually doing really well. Yeah. I'm just saying. You know, I, I struggle with Shazam to have an interest to want to watch it. The only thing I've heard for good me, things. I don't. I honestly, I'm I'm on the fence with you. Like uh, with you. Listen, but, he's he's got the personality to have fun, mm-hmm. and that character is supposed to be fun, right? Yeah. So that's kind of cool. The villain is um, oh, what the hell Mark is Strong. It? Yeah, and he's great. I mean, he is so good. So I see that, and then that you have is Black Adam not in the end? I heard no. The trailer at the end or something? I don't think so. Oh, I was under the impression it was because I thought that was the expectation, but I thought I heard that he he wasn't. Uh, Fair yeah. enough. Uh, yeah, okay, well, this one, Jason Momoa. Yeah, fucking dude. You're on, you're on board for that is one? He be, yeah! Hey, over I heard over he again? shaved his beard for some fundraising thing. Have you ever seen... Oh, actually, I have Baywatch. Never mind. I was going to say, have you ever seen without it? That's it. I feel like he's the guy that shaves it on Thursday and Monday's long again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how the fuck did you do that so quickly? I don't know. I shaved on Sunday. <laughs> uh, these three guys were announced together, which is obvious when I say who it is. Uh, Sean Astin... Corey Feldman, and I'm just going to call him Data. I know he has a real name. Holy shit, the but, new Rudy? Uh, <laughs> <an idiot. laughs> Anyways, the Goonies. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Sean Asad had movies that the other two didn't. That's right. Corey Feldman is going to be a shit show. <sighs> Sean Asad's probably like, how am I getting roped into this? I did so many amazing things other than just this. Yeah. Fuck. That early contract that I didn't read. <laughs> We maybe we'll get a Stranger Things panel because you got Sean Astin, you've got David Harbour already. I just I just feel like Sean Astin's like you know, if I'm gonna share anything with anybody here. Your early contracts when you're young, you really look at the need the the legacy clause that um, this shit that pulls you in. Like I was fucking Rudy, I was Rudy! Samwise, I was fucking Samwise, <laughs> and I'm sitting here because of fucking Goonies, and. Because legally, if I don't, they're going to sue the fuck out of me for all the money that I got for royalties. So I'm here because I want to be. It's like they own my name. Yeah. And I have to sit beside this Looney Tune fucking weirdo and this other guy who never did anything. Hey, here we are. Wasn't he also short round in Indiana Jones? Granted, back to my first sentence. Just saying. But yeah, Corey Feldman's like, what a weird time to get Corey Feldman. I mean, we just had a documentary that pretty much destroys Michael Jackson's image whatever he had left and Corey feldman is a guy who models himself after michael jackson and in fact what a year or two ago had that weird crazy musical performance where he was dressed like wait, this is wait just i don't be, even know what that's talking i i'm, uh, I'm officially have to looking look at that up right now uh rain wilson is gonna be a fan expo my daughter just finished his uh biography yeah um apparently it's really funny uh he, he did the foreword of the uh biography as dwight was he like just shitting on himself, like on on, on yeah, Rain Wilson? Basically. Yeah. And then originally, did you know that Rain Wilson tried out for Michael's part? I believe it. Yeah, and they didn't. They they then just basically said, "No, you're Dwight. Like you're exactly what Dwight is." And the creepy part was almost everything Dwight was interested in and stuff is actually what Rain Wilson's interested in. So Dwight is a really weird extension of him. Do you remember where we saw Rain Wilson first? What we saw him in first? Because the two of us rented this. Hold on. And it fucked us up after we watched it. That you know, that actually didn't narrow it down. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Shit, he was yes. Remember? Yes. I forgot about wow. it for the longest time, and I was like, "Wow." 
I forget, I forgot that was the first thing we saw him in. To be honest, with you. I think it was. I can't think of anything before that. Hey, you know what I like is at least when I started typing in Corey, Corey Hart came up first. Yeah. But then it went directly to Corey Feldman music video. Oof. As soon as I pushed the letter don't F. Don't do it. Uh, the original Tick, Patrick Warburton uh, from Seinfeld and the Tick and oh, fuck it. stuff awesome. like that. Um, um, what was his name on Seinfeld? Uh, Putty. Putty, yep. Putty. Hold on. What music video is this from? There was one he did, like, I'm sure it was on, like, Good Morning America or something like that. He did a performance on live TV and he was wearing, and there was, like, people oh, dressed as angels. Hoodie? Yeah, yeah I think that's it. This looks awesome. Yeah, it's not. It's awesomely awful. Opens up his plan to expose Hollywood pedophiles. What has he been up to? <sighs> He's in trouble. Who had Corey Feldman posters on their wall? Double CD. Ten years. I look at the. Um, ten years ago, he was probably doing that the two Corys program. Oh God. Is his nose pierced now? No. <laughs> it is. You know what I love about the cover of his album? I think I could have made that on Canva. That's a free app, folks, with pay upgrades. And the band looks really impressed like they want to be there. Is that sarcasm? Yeah, I feel like they were just hired for this particular show. They probably not who recorded the album. No? I'm just going to say. You didn't even watch this whole video clip? I have to go watch this whole fucking video clip. I have to. He looks He looks like he's about to fall apart as he's just starting. And he's explaining stuff like people care. This is a problem when people have money that they don't really need anything anymore and then they can just do what they want in life. Still trying to back up his movie. Oh, see, like that. The timing is not good for that. He's his idol, but he's also going to expose Hollywood pedophiles. And to him, those are two different things. Wait, is that a synthesizer? Okay, we're going to do our best. <gasps> what to... is this? We're going to link what this video this? into the show notes in case you somehow missed this originally when it happened a couple years back. What did he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is Oh. This wasn't a thing. This didn't happen. This is not real. There's no. There. I got a, I got a photo of your reaction because I'm probably going to need it later. What the hell is this? <laughs> so I'm hoping someone asked him to perform at Fan Expo because it, it'll be worth it. After doing this. You're so stunned right now. I can't think. I want I want to interview the angels and I want to say to them how, how what how who has what on you that you agreed to do this? <laughs> and when you signed up for this and someone laid this out in front of you and said, "Here, we've got an idea. 
We want you to dress up like angels. Okay. That's not, that's not, not out of the realm of possibility. We're attractive, you know, women. So maybe that's something people will have us do. A catwalk, uh, underwear campaign. No, no, no. We're going to give you instruments. All right. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. We, we, you know, I can, I can play the odd thing here or there. I can pretend like I can play a guitar. Okay. Fair enough. And, um, you know, it's on Good Morning America. So we're going to bring you out and uh, it's a perfect concert series and we're going to bring you as perfect band. Okay. We have, we've done something like that before. And uh, Corey Feldman, who? Corey, well, that's Corey it. Feldman. Like, they don't even know who that is. They can't. Corey Feldman's going to be the front. Sorry, I'm sorry. Who is? Is he a new band? Is he a new singer? Like, no, Corey Feldman. Is he like, British? I don't know. If that is Canadian? Maybe I don't recognize the like name. The Goonies. Remember the Goonies? Do you remember? Uh, do you remember? You know, the, you weren't alive for any of these. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're going to get this uh, cassette player out and show you. And uh, <clears throat> apparently, this is his hero, Michael Jackson. What with a pedophile? <laughs> no, 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 Michael Jackson. Yeah. So he, he tries to dance like Michael Jackson a lot. So you have to be able to handle him trying to dance. Can you? Can, we're going to play this um, average white guy trying to dance. And can you handle? Okay, now nah, you can't. You can't go on stage. Well, you get have the rap breakdown. Oh my god! All right. Oh my god! The hand moves. That he's in an old white man dancing at a wedding. That's. Totally what he just did. This is a missed opportunity. If Fan Expo does not have Corey Feldman perform at like one of their party dance nights or whatever. Did you know that on this show, the 80s teen heartthrob performed a song from his fifth album? There you go. That's terrible. There you go. Stand By Me and the Lost Boys. Yeah, Lost Boys was pretty Who good. Who bought those albums? Someone's mom. Good versus evil, heaven versus hell. In stores now, not likely. Probably never made it to stores, but maybe on iTunes. I don't know. You're going to Spotify it tonight, I know. No. No. I will not. You'd be worried about your Spotify recommendations. We just look want like. to tell everybody that like, like, I love how they quote him with the like. We just want to tell everybody that like, it's been really painful. Feldman, 45, said of the past 24 hours since 45. the show aired. Oh my God. It was such her, a bad meltdown. ourselves <laughs> out there. We did the best that we could, and like I've never had such mean things said about me Oof. constantly. And he's willing to go to Fan Expo and expose himself to people asking questions. <laughs> All we can say is that we tried really hard. He said because we love our fans. You don't have fans, and we just wanted to give them. Well, the he best has fans. They're just could. not for music. But we don't deserve these things that are said about us are awful. What? <laughs> Okay, either you're having a stroke or he can't speak English. Like, if you both. Google Corey Feldman today performance, like, every media is like, and started to say before Feldman finished her statement, oh, it's so bizarre, and he's so weird, and he's so odd. It sounds Feldman like a Justin Bieber interview. I think his song deserves such a backlash. And did you know that the voice of Optimus Prime is also the voice of the Predator? Yeah. Can you let me finish my list? Wait, that's a lot of your list? It was just the next video. Peter Cullen and Frank Wel- Welker, Optimus Prime and Megatron from the cartoons and the movies, will be also at Fan Expo. Oh, fair enough. And then finally, uh, Jim Lee from DC Comics and also. But yeah, I know. Look, I'm gonna, now I'm, that you I, saw that just, video, you're I'm just, just ruined. Stop. So, so first of all, thank you for sitting through that. And I hope you enjoyed that as well. And I really hope you went and looked at it because that was, I've seen a lot of strange shit. And that is. Um, that's a man that needs help. He's crying. He's crying. That's him crying on the inside. So I have a portable mic. And the, and the outside. I have a portable microphone that I can attach to my phone. Okay. I will attempt to get Corey Feldman on microphone at Fan Expo this year. 
What should I ask him? Does the herd ever go away? <laughs> uh, can you tell me when you stop feeling shame? And what specifically moment when the hurt went away? What made you want to bring it back? Because <laughs> I feel like there was a moment you had a meltdown before, and then you recovered from it, which is cool, good, good. And then you did this with the music video. I just want to say how brave you are to be in public. <laughs> so I want to know you. Um, you you, you obviously practice those dance routines. Um. So who, who taught them to you? It, 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 what made you think they were any good? That's the problem. Like it's kind of like a routine you do in your house. Wow, it's not something that. you they, they, you push to Corey Feldman M and it goes right to meltdown. Did you know there's another thing of him with a gold hoodie? Oh my god! Okay, maybe we should I'm, wrap this up, and you should spend your time tonight watching Corey Feldman video. This is a rabbit hole, people. This is I'm gonna. We are sending you in a rabbit hole where you will lose yourself. Links in the description. <gasps> we will have all the links. And the angels are there, and one looks a little crazy. <laughs> Only one. Yeah, she just looking at the camera really weird. Hmm. Oh, this is he returns today to defend his viral video. Oh, good. He did a follow up performance to improve himself. It only had one million views. <laughs> That's pretty good. Feldman says many artists, including Eminem and Nirvana, somewhere he should not be putting himself, get hate in the beginning because we're doing something new. Feldman also said artists like Pink, Keisha, Keisha, whatever you want to call her, Miley Cyrus, Paris Jackson, ooh, that would not put in that in the category, uh, all reached out showing support. You know... I'm glad people like Miley Cyrus reached out to give you support because she's been through a shitload. So she can definitely tell you about how fucked up things are, maybe to correct things. You know what the difference is? Pink. I think Pink might have been pulling your fucking leg. <laughs> the difference is those people, well, no, just one. Some of those people actually can sing and have talent. Just one, actually. Actually, I don't know. You could argue Miley Cyrus probably has talent, but um, Pink is like the only one on that list that I feel like he just said her name. He, maybe he meant to say, like, Miley Cyrus wearing pink. But anyways. Okay, this is... Yeah. It's fucking... This is so wrong. Why did you point this out to me? <laughs> Why am I? I'm not going to have to chop off, like, 20 minutes of the episode. He's in a it's gold just you suit trying me. to correct himself. <laughs> <laughs> did you tell me the I, second I, one? I, I don't know if you know Look that... Look at his gold suit. <laughs> wait, wait. The only way to fix your problems is to make yourself even more embarrassing the second time around. Oh, God. Why is he wearing eyeliner? I think that's part of his gimmick. Is he? Okay, it's too much. All right, let's wrap it up because we we're, we've gone delirious now. I with apologize. Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman is a fucking drug, and you will be hooked. And I will now spend the next hour venturing down so he's gonna be there is so he? if ever there was fan a, expo yeah so if ever there was a reason to go to fan expo guys so i'm going right you back. need to go to see Corey feldman i'm going right by my sean uh, sean Aston. i'm going to buy 17 copies of rudy tomorrow and anything else i can do to support you and your family <laughs> i am so sorry that you're going to fan expo with him and i'm so can you just from one human being to another can you do like lock him in a dog crate or something. Like just make your own time more valuable. I there. still think there's a lot of time between now and then. I, I have a feeling he's gonna drop out. Like there's, I just can't see it. Well, another music video. Is that what you're about to say? 
I want Sean Astin to come out in either the black or gold outfit that he wore. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Sean Astin comes out in the gold. Data comes out in the black. Corey Feldman, completely unaware that this is going to happen. Or they just come out with like angel halos. Oh my God. I think he might kill them. He might straight up murder people. I think he just lays out and cries. Well, whatever happens, <laughs> I, I will be at that panel. I will be reporting hey, on this panel. Will you wear angel wings? <laughs> I can't believe what I just watched. Wow. Can this be the that has to be the cover for this episode? <laughs> so what the hell? Oh my god. I mean Fan Expo, um David Harbour is gonna kick ass and and they will he will address um I'm sure of it he'll Yeah, he'll, do you think he if somebody asks him about Hellboy not doing well, like do you think he'd be what what kind of guy do you think he is? He's cool. He's yeah. cool. He's gonna be like hanging out with Momoa, and uh, he'd be like, "Yeah, well, you can not like that all you want. Uh, see you for Stranger Things." Yeah. and they'll be like, "You know, right? We all love you unconditionally because of Stranger Things." Yeah. Momoa is gonna be like, "Hey, look, I'm the only guy in the DC universe that kicks ass. How's everyone? How's everyone doing?" But Shazam's gonna be there. My movie made a billion dollars, <laughs> so carry on. And my my movie made a billion dollars because of me, not because of the movie, because of me. And no one can argue that. It's probably true. He's a billion dollar box office guy. And still dresses like he's homeless, which I love. It's amazing. And Frontier, if you haven't watched Frontier, you really need to watch Frontier, people. It's quite good. Canadian history tied in with a kick-ass Jason Momoa. Pretty cool. All right. Well, do you have anything else to talk about or are we good to go? I don't know. I think we're both ready for a Corey Feldman nap. Jesus <laughs> Like, I just... Uh, and what was the Michael Do- Jackson documentary you were talking about? I didn't. When did that come out? Or yeah, what were you talking about the Michael Jackson? Thing? Yeah, there was one on HBO like uh, in the past month where it was just like confessions of kids that stayed with him, and it was not good for him. So this will be an interesting thing, considering how much Corey Feldman you and, know idolizes him and McCulkin. Yeah, but Macaulay Culkin's not coming to Fan Expo and doing you know Q and A's with people, so. I think it's going to be bad. I think Corey Feldman really should just stay home. He should. Uh, okay. Well, then let's wrap it up. We will definitely have video links for all you this. You really should not let me watch I that know. video. I know. I realize what I've done now, and I don't know how to edit around it, so it's going to be a problem. <laughs> he wore a gold suit <laughs> afterwards and tried to justify it. Oh, and it, was, it looked like it was different angels. Why are they angels? Why? There's so many. They yes. don't need to be angels. He has a flock. The dancing is so bad. Just You're better off standing there. <laughs> oh, God. So www.happyzen.com has all our information. We're uh, on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Happy Zen Podcast, and Facebook, Happy Zen Podcast. And uh, uh, for Adam, I'm Matt, and this has been another great episode of the Happy Zen Podcast. Good night. <laughs>